0: You're listening to the Zinger Nation Power Hour, where we give you the rundown on the hottest trades and stock ideas. For the best experience and most up-to-date information, tune in live on the Benzinga YouTube channel weekdays at noon. Thanks, and enjoy the show. All right. What's up, everybody? Happy Friday. What a heck of a week it's been, uh, you know, but I, I'm not going to be upset about that. Whenever there is volatility, uh, whenever markets are moving, the spreads get wide, stocks get hammered, uh, fortunes are made during earnings season. I mean, that always makes my job more fun. I hope that that makes your life as a trader more fun. I know it can make it hell sometimes, but but hey, that's that's why we're here. And for anybody who's just joining us for the first time today, uh, I want to give you a heads up as to, to what this show is about. We, we want this to be the spot for trade ideas, right? We, we want to do an hour every day, and, and it's the spot to get ideas on stocks to trade. Um, not just from myself or some of the other folks like like Jason, who who are on the stream with us here at Benzinga, but also from the community, right? We get so many awesome ideas from the chat. We actually have 30 chat ideas that, that we got uh, earlier this week. So we'll be reviewing those a little bit later today. Uh, also up on our, our radar today, we're going to be talking workhorse. Uh, we're going to be doing a competition in the chat. Uh, I'm going to talk about how I am trading around the election. Um, and we're going to even do a little bit of news. And so while we're waiting for folks to to come on in, hello, everybody in the chat. Give me a wave, make sure you can hear me and, and we're flowing okay. Um, but, but while we're waiting for folks to stream in, I'm just going to get us going with a, a quick news hit. I'm going to go ahead and share my screen here. So so give me a second. Share screen. righty, there we go. And I'm pulling up my trusty Benzinga Pro. Uh, we had a huge earnings day yesterday. Yesterday was 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 the day for earnings. So so if you trade earnings, you care about earnings. At the very least everybody will care about this because it's it's all the stocks that we know and trade, all these household names. So so let, let's just go and do do a quick recap of those. Let's look at how some of these stocks are moving. Um, I've got some of the ones called out. I've got my my earnings calendar up here. Uh, First up on the list, Amazon, double beat, stock is down. Next up on the list, we have Apple, double beat, stock is down. We then have Google, double beat, and and the stock is up. Facebook, double beat, the stock is down. Uh, Spotify, where is Spotify on our list here? Spotify actually missed, stock is down. We've got Activision Blizzard. We've got a double beat on that. Stock is down. Uh, Carvana is, is, I think, really our, our one shining star of the day. No, Carvana reversed. You, even Carvana is down. They had a double beat, and they are down. Um, and then let's go ahead and take a look at at Twitter. Twitter uh, ha- had mixed results. Um, they-, they posted horrible daily active users numbers. Stock is is getting creamed. Uh, not good for me. I, I am in Snap. Uh, it's a pure stock taking some weakness off of- off of Twitter and and some of the movement in Facebook today as well. Um, but but it- the- these moves surprised me a little bit. In-, in that we we did get some really strong earnings numbers. I mean there there were some some spots of weakness. Apple did not sell as many phones as people expected. That said, I'm not worried about it uh, because they still have two models they haven't released yet. I believe that's the Pro Max along with their smaller phone, the, the Pro Max being the bigger one there. Um, you know, and, and uh, it, it, it's sort of everything's things flowing with this market. Uh, he, here's the, the, the word of advice that I would give is, is that if you like one of these stocks, if the numbers aren't horrible, uh uh you know like like we saw in Apple and, and what we saw in Amazon and that sort of thing. Uh take today as a little bit of a buying opportunity, right? We're we're in the trenches into the election. Uh the stocks are getting hammered. They put up some decent numbers and they got hammered. You know, I I I think watch these into into some buying opportunities and with that, I'll, I'll head straight into how I am playing this election personally. So so I do own a couple election specific names. Uh, the The first one that I've talked about all week is Virtu Financial. Again, what Virtu is is they are a market maker so so they're trading all day, all day, all day, all day. you know more transactions than any of us can fathom. Uh, and and so basically, the thesis is there will be more volume surrounding the election. There will be more volatility surrounding the election. Whenever that happens, it's good for virtue. The stock has not reacted. It's 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 not built into the price yet, in in my opinion. So virtue is one play. Uh, and and the other way that that I'm playing the selection is is I'm sitting cash right now. I, I've I've got a decent chunk of cash in my portfolio. Uh, I, I just added some more. Transferred some more in today. Uh, and my expectation is this, R- regardless of the election outcome, whether Trump wins, Biden wins, we, it's it's indeterminate. We don't know right away. I think re- regardless of the election outcome, we're, we're going to get hammered and then we're going to get a pop. We're, we're already down eight and a half percent in the S&P from the highs earlier this month. Uh, I, I think, you know, we're, we're, we're going to continue to get some some downward pressure. Regardless of election results, and then we get that pop. So if if the market's ten percent off the highs after the election, that's where I'm using an opportunity to get long, uh, uh, get more invested. I'm going to be buying both ETFs and stocks that that are 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 sort of falling stars. Some some of the ones that have gotten especially hard hit. Um, uh, And and while I'm bringing our our next guest on here, uh, I'll talk a little bit as well as to how I'm uh, uh, playing this, this general downward pressure in the market. And, and we're going to be bringing on Spencer Israel to, to talk workhorse in, in just a few minutes here. Um, but, but this is how I'm going to be playing the weakness uh, into the election and potentially beyond. This is what I did back in March and, and, and made a ton of money with this. It, it worked out well for me. Uh, but, but whenever we, we see a correction in the market where, where we fall 10% off the highs, I use that as an opportunity to get long spy. I'm, I'm basically just saying, okay, I'm, I'm allocating more into the market. In every incremental 5% after that, I get a little more long, I get a little more long, I get a little more long. And when when we were doing this back in in March April, I, I was dipping into margin to do that. I, I was more than 100% long. It got up to at the end about 130% long. And yes, that's risky. Yes, it could get margin called. Yes, my my requirements went up as I got more and more long. Uh, but but the thesis basically is, you know, right now with interest rates at essentially zero, I, I was borrowing that money. Uh, for, for close to nothing. I mean, it was basically free money. And I've got a long time horizon, right? I, I, can, I can hang out 130% long at 2% interest rate for two years if I need to. I, I had expectation that the market would recover, j- just like I, I think we all did when we went from what, 3,400 to 2,200 in SPY. Um, and you know, it, it happened a, a heck of a lot sooner that, than I had expected. Um, but, but that's the way that I played it. That's the way I play all of these dips. I look at them as buying opportunities, we're, we're down eight and a half percent off the high. Now, as soon as we hit that 10% mark, that's when I'm going to start taking some, some longer positions. So, all righty. I'm, I'm adding in our first guest of the day, Mr. Spencer, oh. Israel. Spencer, it's your second time on the show this week. We're, we're yeah. honored to have you here. How's it going,
1: man? Uh, let me know if I sound better or worse than the other day. I believe I should sound good. If you can't hear me, if I'm too quiet, if I'm too loud, just let me know and I'll fix my levels. But Luke, I'm excited because it's a really unique time for the market. It, uh, it's probably the most unique period, uh, definitely since March, and, and I would even say since the last election. So uh, it, it's a really fun time right now.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yes, and, and especially for with us, right? But we're we're here at Benzinga. News yeah. is our business. I mean, yeah. it, it doesn't get any better than this, right? We've we got stimulus talks, we we we've got vaccine news, yeah. uh, we've we've got election coming up, and we we've got a bloodbath. And and I, I heard some speculation that you know the the bloodbath was actually like a Halloween special, you know, like something a little spooky to get us in the Halloween spirit. You want something from me? I'm saying this whole market weakness in general. Yeah, well... You know, give give us a little fright into Halloween, you know, and then maybe we get through Halloween and it goes back to normal.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's been such a weird week, like a really weird week. Uh, And no one has any idea what to expect. But I I like your your thinking, though. I like your thinking about whatever happens on Tuesday, we're going to drop and we're going to pop. We saw that. Luke, you and I were the ones... On the Benzinger Pro news desk in 2016, covering the the results as they came in on Benzinga Pro, yep. and we watched the dollar. I mean, just tank, right? Yep. And the futures just tanked because the market hates uncertainty, and Trump yep. was a massive upset. And then what happened? Right. Well, he, well, here's the best thing that happened during that is is
0: is Carl Icahn, famous activist investor traded him personally. He couldn't get his trader on the phone. He personally traded a billion dollars of futures to get long on that weakness. Yeah. I mean, that's the best story that came out of that night in, in the trading world. Yeah.
1: And then what, it, what, I mean, what happened overnight, there was this massive dip. What happened? It got bought like right away.
0: Yep. Yep. All right, so so everybody in the chat again. The whole point of this show, and, and Spencer probably doesn't know this, uh, uh, but the whole point of this show is to get trade ideas, to get stock ideas. Uh, so so guys in the chat, if if you agree with our thesis of regardless of election, we're gonna get hammered and then we're gonna pop, throw us a one. If you disagree, throw us a two. And and if you're really special, tell give us your expectation as as to how you think the S and is the market as a whole is gonna move. Yeah. But all right, Spencer, we 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 didn't bring you on to, to to talk general market. We want to talk stock ideas. We want to get stock ideas out in front right. of people. Sure. Uh, so 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 let's talk about workhorse. Yeah. So so uh, so give me the ticker on that one. I think it's it's whiskey kilo, Hector Sandy.
1: That's correct. I had the opportunity to speak with CFO Steve Schrader uh, last week. Uh just published that interview yesterday. Um yeah, and so well, so
0: so that's the the Workhorse CFO is who you yeah. you just interviewed yesterday, correct?
1: Well, interviewed him last week, and the interview went live yesterday. Uh, this is a stock that I'm sure you are all well aware of. You don't need me to tell you what they do, but if for whatever reason you you don't know Workhorse, they make electric vehicles uh, for last mile delivery. So, give us more. I don't see. I don't know Workhorse.
0: So I need more context than that. Than it's just another EV stock.
1: So last mile delivery, right? What is that, right? That's the final mile from your package, where the package gets from Mm -hmm. the distribution center to your house, right? And so Workhorse, that's Workhorse's domain. Uh, So they they build trucks, uh, they manufacture trucks, electric trucks that do last mile delivery. Now, they are also in the running for a really really large.
0: And do they have revenue right now, Spencer? Sorry, I'm just
1: helping. Um, no, that's a good question. Actually. Okay, so they're pre-revenue. I probably should know that. Well, let me check right now in the of Pro. Yeah,
0: you, you should know that. But yeah, keep I, I going.
1: Uh, I mean, they've been hit or miss. They were not profitable last quarter. Um, they are in the running for this massive U.S. Postal Service contract, right? To build the next generation U.S. Postal Service truck. Uh, that could be that contract could be worth there are various numbers, but it could be worth as much as eight billion dollars. All right,
0: and and so 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 basically they're up for a contract to build all of the U.S. Postal Service trucks. Yeah, is that right?
1: Yeah. So the, here's the thing about this stock right now. Uh, I mean, there are reasons to like it, right? Uh, if they get this contract, that'll be big. Uh, their electric vehicles. If you believe in that. You know that'll be big. They also own a 10% stake in Lordstown Motors. The ticker there is RIDE. If you like Lordstown, you should like Workhorse. But the stock has something working okay. again. And, and sorry, uh,
0: j- just I, I was just pulling this up in Benzinga Pro. I was looking at yeah. the company as revenue. It does. So so in the second quarter, uh, I'm assuming this is in thousands. It looks like they. Uh... No, in the second quarter, they, they were not profitable. I know they weren't profitable. Yeah. No, okay, so oh, they, they well, had some they revenue.
1: They have revenue. That's your question. They have that revenue question if they have revenue. Yeah. They do have revenue. They have okay. revenue. So not pre-revenue. Yeah, they have revenue, not profitable yet. Um here's the problem with with this stock though is you pull up like a like a daily chart, right? You see that first of all, this isn't a new company. The stock's been around for 10 years. This stock went from uh essentially it was $1 in April, and it got to just under thirty-one dollars. Yeah, I've got the one-year chart here. Yeah, so so you you can see that. So basically, if you've bought Workhorse and held it at any point from late June to now, there's a pretty good chance you're underwater, right? So we call that overhead supply. There's a lot of overhead supply. In this stock, people who bought it at at, at, at twenty, at twenty five, maybe even at thirty, uh, and they're stuck if they held. They're stuck now. Yep. So that could act as like a weight that sort of keeps this thing down. Okay. Even if they get this contract now, the contract itself, uh, they say that they're they're going to know by the end of the year whether they've they've gotten now these partial part or all of this contract okay
0: um so, so within two months is the buy bi- it's a binary event right there, there's an event that's going to happen that's going to move the stock significantly one
1: way or another see you could say it's a binary event but what i'm also saying is even if they get the contract i would be mindful of the fact again that there are a lot of people retail traders who are potentially stuck underwater in this thing And will jump at the first chance they get to sell, if they get back to scratch. So all I'm saying is be mindful of that. There was recently uh, some dilution in the company. Um, It it had
0: well. Well, well, let's jump to this, right? You spoke to the CFO for almost an hour. Yeah. What 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 insight did you get? Did it make you like the company, or not the company? I know you like the company. Did it make you like the stock? Uh, uh, get, give us some insight from that. So
1: there are reasons to like it and reasons not to like it. Uh, he didn't, He couldn't really give me an update about the contract. We'll know, of course. We'll know yeah, that's we, fine. He couldn't really give me any update on, on guidance. They're going to report earnings, actually, uh, in a week, I think, uh, November 9th. So, so, so two weeks away, uh, they report earnings for for the previous quarter. Um, they they said, and I asked him about this, and, and, and he confirmed it. Their their guidance, their delivery guidance for for this year was okay. three to four hundred deliveries. They said most of that is going to happen in the fourth quarter, which we're in right now. So he's like they're in, in Elon Musk might call it you know uh, production hell. I don't know, but their numbers for this year has always been we're going to deliver three to 400 trucks. They have not delivered that this year and they're running out of time. Uh, so I asked him about that. He said, they are still going comfortable. come to one. They're They're going to hit that number. We'll see. If that,
0: okay. That's good.
1: Yeah. So we'll see if they do. Uh, and he, I mean, I, I would expect them to give more delivery guidance at, if not in their next report uh, in, in, in a week, uh, then at the very least at the beginning of 2021. Uh, so, Really, it's a question of: Do you believe this company, USPS, or not? well, well I'm just going to cut straight to
0: it, Spencer, yeah. and I'm going to ask you the hard question. Okay. If, if I know that you you're not in this stock, is that correct? I'm not. If you had to pick this this one long or short, again, coming from the perspective of you you follow the company, you just spoke to the CFO. Wh- which direction are you picking?
1: That's a really a hard question, Luke. It's a tough one. <laughs> Um, if you want to say sidelines, I'll let you say sidelines. I will say sidelines. I I'm not particularly bullish or bearish on this thing right now. Uh, if you want to compare it to other EV manufacturers, like like the good news is at least they have some trucks. At least they're making something, right? Unlike they
0: have revenue, they're not pre revenue.
1: Revenue and they have and they have trucks. They are they have a product that is out there. It's not just a concept.
0: They have it. Uh, I All would, right, and I'm going to throw this one to the chat, too. If you guys like Workhorse, and again, I'm going to ask you the hard question. I'm not saying that you, you have to own it now. But if you had to pick it long or short, get, give me a one if long and give me a negative one if short. But but keep going, Spencer, while we see those answers
1: coming. Yeah. Up. So I would also add uh, there have been a couple of short reports out. Uh, or not short reports. There was one short report that the street just completely disregarded. And then last week, there was a, a hedge fund conference where another hedge fund came out uh, and said they're a short workhorse. Um, Roth Capital is kind of the only – or one of the only sellers. Holy
0: side. crap, Spencer. Sorry. L- look at the chat.
1: What? Oh, okay. Hold
0: on. <laughs> There's so much support for the stock. And Chris, Andrew, Rain, Victor, Anna, Baja, Jared, Paul. Right. Asu, all along it. We, we, we got one, one hater, which is Scott, and Scott it has proven himself throughout the past couple of weeks as a pretty good stock picker. He likes Neo. Like I said, it's
1: there, are reasons, there are reasons to like it, right? Um, but I, as I was saying, so Roth Capital is kind of the only major sales firm with coverage on a workhorse. I guess uh, Oppenheimer uh, has coverage as of a, a month ago, but Roth uh, was positive on the stock the, uh, the analyst downgraded his rating to neutral a couple of weeks ago, and uh, lowered his price targets to $27, which of course is above where we are now anyway. Um, so there's not a ton of institutional coverage on this thing, and again, there are reasons to like it, right? They they have revenue, they have mm-hmm. bucks, they can make trucks. Yep. It's it's a question of can they scale up, and like I said, they're up for this massive contract. Um, yep. The the bull case is there, but also the bear case is there too right? If they don't get the contract, if they can't scale production, like I said, there are probably a ton of people, retail traders underwater in this stock because they went from a dollar to $31 in a couple of months. So be mindful of that. This is not a new, like a new, it's a new story, but the stock itself is quite old. It's been around for 10 years. So just be mindful of that. I, I, I can see a, yep. a bullish scenario yep. and a bearish scenario. Yep. And, and all right, let, let's hop to a
0: couple other quick stocks that, that have been flowing into the chat. Uh, I saw a couple of people talk about Asana today, uh, a, asking if, if Asana is dead money at this point. It, it's, it's tough to say is the answer, right? You've, you've got all of tech, all of the market getting hammered today. Uh, Asana down 6%. My thesis holds still that that we're going to see some blood into the election and then we get a pop. Uh, and some of those oversold names is what I'm going to be looking for. Uh, there's another one here. What one was that? It's like
1: J-M-I-A. Yeah, let's Jamiah, the Amazon, the Amazon of Africa. Okay, I don't know that one. Yeah, so this is one of that uh, Andrew left. This is a one-year chart we have up on Jamiah. So Andrew left, who is the famous short seller, he is bullish on Jamiah. This one doesn't really need a reason to move. It just does. It has a mind of its own. So I can't explain the move it's made, but it's got a famous short seller who is bullish, which you don't see. Um, and it's got some big bulls. I mean, Gene Munster, who has been on our show, uh, pre market prep several times. He was on Mm -hmm. last week. He's a, a long-term Apple bull, uh, and, an Amazon bull and, and really that whole trade. He's bullish Jumaya as well. Um, this has some people in the bull camp. Like I said, though, it kind of has a mind of its own though. If you're looking at the stock from a short term perspective, I don't know what to tell you, it kind of does whatever it wants.
0: Yeah, look at this. Everybody's throwing in their ones
1: for this one, too. And long-term, you may <laughs> be right, but it's worth pointing out that at some point, valuation will matter. Yep. So consider that. <laughs> I, really All happen? right.
0: One last note note on, on a yeah. workhorse before we hop to the next segment, but uh, greatest Assault trading. He uh, said he's a long workhorse in three different brokerages. I mean, that's, that's pretty long.
1: See, yeah, I, okay. I'm not, look, I'm not a financial advisor. I, you know, that being said, that seems a little bit too much for me personally. Um, like I said, I'm not, I'm not long and I'm not short this stock. I, I, I applaud them for being as media available as they've been. Um, but also part of me is, uh, is, is a little skeptical. Uh, so like I said I'm not sure. I I see the bull case. I see the barricades. It's a binary event. We're going to know in a few months whether or not they get this USPS contract. If they get it, who knows? I mean, the stock could go up to 40. We have no idea. But I'm I'm mindful of the overhead supply in this thing um and and I I would just if you're long it, I would watch the wires. I would not lose track of where this thing goes because it's, I mean, it's down. All right. It's all right. 50%. It's all right. We've done enough on Workhorse. Okay. Fine.
0: I, I'm, I'm, you, Spencer, if you want to stay on, you're welcome to. You, uh, me off? you might as well stay on. We're doing it. We're doing a new segment. Oh, gosh. You can't get right me on? now. Right. No, no, no. Stay on for the new segment. All right. and, and all right this is a new we're trying today guys it's called what the readers want it's our new segment again the whole point of this show give you guys trade ideas not just from us but from the chat in the community so 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 check this out i'm going to pull the banner off and show my screen all right what what i have up on my screen are our most read stories on benzinga.com today so so, what I want to do is is I want to hammer down some of the tickers, uh, so that way all of you can see. Hey, here's what people are reading. This is a cool tidbit of information that that you're not going to get anywhere else. This is sort of sort of an exclusive peek as, as to what folks are reading. So let, let let's run down this list. Up first today, Spencer's story on Workhorse. That's why we brought him on. The story was going crazy after he
1: interviewed the CFO. I, I will know that Luke lied to me. Luke lied to me. He booked a meeting on my calendar at 1215, a meeting about workhorse and stupid me didn't realize what that actually meant. But nonetheless, I'm glad to be here.
0: Yeah, there I did do a trickery. I'm surprised I got away with it is what I'll say. Yeah. But it, Hey,
1: you know, I don't know why I didn't see it coming, but I didn't see it coming.
0: <laughs> All right, so workhorse number one, uh, number two, we've got a story on LG Chem uh, spinning off its battery business. Uh, that's another uh, EV battery play. Uh, we've got a story on Apple with them launching their Apple One services bundle, um, and then we got the next one about Apple with shares falling after they they had those disappointing uh, uh, earnings numbers. And and so with that, that is our. What the Readers Want segment, our new segment. If you guys wanna see that again, again, get that sort of exclusive insight as, as to what, what the crowds are reading and what is top of mind today. Again, today we've got Workhorse, LG Chem, uh, and Apple times two. Uh, if you want us to keep doing that, th- throw a one in the chat. If that isn't helpful for you, give us a two. Um, and, and then we'll, you know, we, we can go from there and see if we wanna make this a regular segment. Um, all righty. And let's keep it going with, with the fun segments. I want to throw up our, our chat challenge of the day and, and Spencer's since you're still here with us, I'm going to let you participate in this one too. Okay. What do I have to do? Chat challenge of the day. This is for a Benzinga Detroit t-shirt. Yes. We are here in Detroit, Michigan live. Uh, You, Whoever is the winner of the daily chat challenge, you get this cool limited run t-shirt sent to your house. So make sure you're participating. And with that, I'm going to pull the banner off. I'm going to go back to sharing my screen. And what do we have? A mystery chart. Whoever is the first one to drop in the right ticker of this mystery chart is is getting the Benzinga t-shirt. I'm going to give you the email address to, to send your address to. That's going into the chat on YouTube as well. the The YouTube chat is where we're taking all of our commentary for the day. Um, I'm dropping this in here. Uh, you know, th- start throwing out your guesses. And, and Spencer, do do you have an idea? Don't say it yet.
1: Well, I I just had a guess and and, and I checked and my guess was wrong. Um, so, what was your guess? Well, it was wrong. I don't want to help people by giving away the wrong answer, but my guess was Pinterest. No, um, that was bad. I, I I wasn't sure where the price was at now. Um,
0: All right, we we've got our guesses coming in. We we've got J M O A Z M T U P F S K R A P P S J M I A N I O T W R C G C N I O T U P Snap, and one of those tickers is
1: the right ticker. It's not Snap because I also thought Snap.
0: You ready for the big unveil unveiling? It's not Tango. What's you, uncle, ukulele, tango, ukulele, papa? It is Tupperware brand Scott V in the chat on a roll this week. Look at this chart. Tupperware on the effing rip. The market is has been a bloodbath. Look at this move in Tupperware over the past three days, going from about 21 bucks up to 33
1: Scott, you are the winner of today's challenge. And again, why is that? Good earnings. Or, it's earnings. Or, or earnings as it relates to expectations, right? People love Tupperware. Look at this year-over-year growth, All right, You ready for this, Luke? Look at this two-year chart. It's an F&U. Right. year-over-year. Year, year, here we go. Year-over-year growth. Last All right, give quarter, me the numbers. Last quarter, they made $1.20 per share. That, that, in, in a vacuum, that means nothing. A year ago, the same quarter a year ago, they made $0.36 cents per share. So from $0.36 cents per share to $1.20 per share in one year. That's that's growth. Yeah. It's a good quarter. It's a good few quarters. It's a great year is what it is.
0: It's a great year.
1: So Tupperware, I don't know. I I don't own all my Tupperware is just stuff. I, I, I don't throw away from restaurants, right? Isn't that, I thought that's what most people did.
0: No, I guess that's what they do. I don't know, Spencer. I don't buy this stuff. I don't buy home goods. Yeah, uh, I do that. I'm not the target demo. You are not.
1: That's true.
0: But Scott, congratulations. And, and everybody out there watching, but between Facebook, between YouTube and believe Twitter, we're, we've, we've got several hundred people on the stream right now. Uh, we're, we're, we're running the competitions out of the YouTube chat. So if you're not on that one, click into that one for for, to, for Monday. But every day we're doing this challenge. Every day there's a new prize. Uh, So, so you know, c- come back on Monday
1: um I'm gonna come back on Monday as well, or at least try to. But I, I'm, I'm gonna dip out for now. Luke, this. Was all right, Spencer. Fun. Thanks for hopping on, man. I have to say, it's weird for me to not be the one in the driver's seat. I, I don't know if I like it. But
0: all right. Well, I don't know if the chat liked you. If you guys don't want to see Spencer hit one,
1: <laughs> that's fine. Bye. Wait. How do I? I don't know how to leave. How do I leave this thing?
0: <laughs> I'm gonna kick you out. All right. All right. Spencer's gone. Um. Cool guys. All right, so 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 we got we've got two things left to do today. Uh, I'm, I'm going to recap some of the stock picks that I had this week. Um, we're we're going to talk about the, how we're trading the election a little bit. And then we're going to take the community ideas, the community stock picks. We've been following them all week, but but the community stock picks into the election. So without further ado, uh, stocks that I added this week: uh, Box. It's a cloud storage company. I added this one on valuation. The stock's trading at three and a half times sales compared to some other high flyer tech stocks. I mean that they're they're you know. There, there's there's major room for multiple expansion, double, triple, quadruple there. So 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 that's where I added box. I added that one in my IRA as a long-term position. Uh, Palantir is another one. Papa Lima, Tango Romeo, uh, picking up this one. Uh, technicals, revenue growth. Uh, uh, and, and if we get a Biden presidency, I, I bet that it helps this stock to get some more contracts. So that's a little bit of an election play. Uh, Moderna is, is another one. We had a hell of a move in Moderna. They are, they are the vaccine company. That's Mike Romeo, November alpha. That one was, was picked up on, on vaccine news into the election. I now have stops set up on that one. Uh, so, so I'll probably be exiting the Moderna trade shortly. And then the very last one is Virtue. We already talked about that one today, but it's Vis victor india romeo tango again the thesis there being there's going to be volatility around the election there's going to be a hell of a lot of volume around the election the the stock has not priced that in yet uh so there's the play there on virtue we should see see a ton of volume and then a good earnings number come through from that um oh god the people are people don't want spencer back but now they're asking if they should vote on me yeah if you like my sweater press one this is the first time that i wore a sweater all season you know, I was I was holding off, but I was I was chilly when I woke up this morning. Uh, and, yeah, if you guys don't want me back, go ahead and put a one in the chat. If you'd rather have, have Jason in there, the, the Raz man, uh, conspicuously MIA from our stream today. We, we might be able to catch him at the end for a few minutes. Um, but, all right, two, two things we've got left today. Uh, I want to talk again about how I'm playing this election. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and pull up a chart of SPY here on the stream. There we go, we, we've got our SPY. I don't know how to make the screen bigger and me smaller. But all right, so, so there we got our SPY chart. We're, we're, this is a two-year chart, Let, let's zoom in a little bit. Here's a one-year chart, right, where we're, we're in a, a couple rough weeks, where we're about to retest some lows at, at around the 3,200 level in the S&P. Uh, my opinion holds that regardless of, of who wins the election, if we don't know who the winner is right away, we're, we're going to get hammered, and then we're going to get a pop. So so I'm sitting with some cash. I, I'm okay to dip into margin. If we hit that 10% down off the recent high, we're at about 8.5% down right now, that's where I'm going to be looking to, to start buying up some positions. I'm going to be getting uh, uh, both SPY, uh, and I'm going to be doing some individual stock names. Um, look at that. Paul Bond. I like the guy's shirt in the back. That's Aaron Thomas. Aaron Thomas has made an appearance on the show several times. Whenever we have technical difficulties, that that's where Aaron Thomas is. So, so shout out to Aaron Thomas there. Um, all right. And we've got one thing left to do today. Uh, and, and that is to get our update on the chat challenge of the week. Again, we do the chat challenge every single day. Uh, that, that's the, the chance for us to have some winners. But, but we're running a week-long one. We're, we're running this one for for seven days. We started on Tuesday. We're, we're going through next Wednesday. Uh, and, and the question to the chat was, what, what is going to be the best-performing stock over $5 uh, between now and, and at this time, noontime, next Wednesday. So basically the stock that that you think is going to perform the best uh, uh, over the course of the next week on top. Number one, it was our mystery chart of the day. This is where the inspiration came from. It's Tupperware Uh, chase Norris there with with the Tupperware pick. Uh, So, so Tupperware number one, chase you're on top so far. So good, but, but you know, there, there's a lot of, of trading left between now and the end. Uh, Number two, we've got Scott in the chat with Neo, uh, three, our very own Jason Rasnick with with Cure with Cureleaf. We've got Bill with an ETF play UVXY, and then Damon out there with AUY. So 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 that's how the leaderboard is looking. Uh, I'm, I'm going to give everybody a quick scroll down so you can see the other ideas that we're throwing out. We got about 30 entries for this week-long contest. Um, so so, go ahead. Take a look at those. And guys, please give us a like and a subscribe. We're we're working hard to bring you guys trade ideas every day. What what we want this show to be is we we want it to be the the best resource for for ideas on stocks to trade. We're we're not telling anybody to go out and buy a stock. We're not telling anybody to go out and sell a stock. We're sharing our real live portfolios. We we've got the chat sharing their real live portfolios. We want this to be the the best place we can for for trade ideas. Um, and with that, I mean, that that pretty much takes us to, to the end of our time today. So so thanks a lot, everybody, for joining us. Uh, round of applause for all of you for sticking through these markets in, in these rough couple of weeks. I know I'm hanging in there. I don't think about this this weakness, especially the soft and tech that I know a lot of you are in uh, as, as as a disaster. Think about it as an opportunity. Think about how you can get smarter about your trading. Think about new ideas where there might be room for entries. Uh, And and with that, I will see you guys next week. All right, peace out, guys. And and one last question, DK, does this show have a standard time? Yes, we're going live at 12, 10 p.m. Eastern, five days a week, Monday through Friday. And and throw us some love in the chat. If if you like the programming, you you like the show, give us one. If you have any tips for feedback, throw us some advice. We want this to to be a show for you, for the community. Again, we want this to be the best resource possible for trade ideas. And without further ado, guys, I will see you next Monday, 1210 Eastern sharp. Take care, everybody. Happy trading.